This episode is in partnership with Gloss Genius. Made for salons and spas, Gloss Genius is the only business management and payments platform that makes it easy to grow revenue and enhance the client experience, which we are all about here on The Treatment Room. From a beautiful online booking site to powerful marketing tools and low payment processing rates, Gloss Genius empowers you to run your full salon or spa in a stylish and smart way while feeling supported at every step. For 50% off for two months, go to glossgenius.com slash sign up and enter code TTRSPRING or check the show notes for details. Now let's get back to the show. Hello guys, welcome back to the Treatment Room Podcast. I am your host, Tessa Zali, licensed esthetician and acne specialist. We are going to get into the topic of today's show today. We are going to talk all about acne and I am going to break this up into several episodes because I want you to really understand the foundation and feel empowered by the information, not overwhelmed. So I'm thinking kind of more digestible, smaller episodes is a good way to do this because acne can easily get overwhelming. And I know I've taken so many classes where it's just so much information that by the end, I just kind of forget it all. So I'm hoping this can kind of help you by breaking it up. I also want to say you guys really inspired this episode in this series because the number one question I always get is how do I treat my acne? How do I get more resources to understand acne? And I really think we need more good, solid resources. Don't you think that should be like a thing in middle school or high school where you learn about acne, why it happens and like what your treatment options are, who to reach out to for help? Because acne can really affect us all so, so much. I know I wish I had more resources when I was struggling with my skin because I was embarrassed, I was lost, I was confused, I was frustrated, all normal things to experience on an acne journey. But, you know, my parents never had acne. None of my friends really struggled with it. I was supposed to be the one that knew about beauty and skincare and I kind of just didn't know where to turn. By the time I reached out to a dermatologist and was matched with a prescription, tretinoin, my skin was so compromised, so inflamed, and the acne was so bad. I wasn't even able to continue with the prescription, not to say it's a, a bad treatment option, but my skin was not in a place to receive that treatment because of the ways I was going at it, extracting, applying, rubbing alcohol, if you can believe it, undiluted tea tree, scrubs, peel pads, all of the things. I just wanted it gone. I just wanted to eliminate it. I thought I could just extract it myself, pick it off myself. And I wish I knew more about estheticians and I wish I had more good resources like this one to refer to. And I wish I just understood on a scientific level what was kind of happening with acne, because when you break it down and understand all of the elements that are at play in the human body and with our skin, it eliminates some of that mystery 
And I think some of the best clients we can have are the ones that want to understand acne better because they will have more patience with the process and they will understand that they too have a role in the treatment of their acne. It's really not a condition where you can just come in and just get treated or you can expect to see clearing after one or two appointments or, you know, just one product. There are so many factors at play, especially with more severe or more stubborn and persistent acne. There's really a lot that goes into it. And, you know, I remember just being so desperate for answers. I remember on Christmas, kind of in the peak of my acne journey, when all the festivities were over and I was alone in my room, just alone with my thoughts and my skin. I had washed off all my makeup and I could feel that super pebbly texture, those closed comedones, that grade two acne that was just stuck sitting there. And I would just sit in bed and I would search. I would go on YouTube and I would try to look for answers. So I would type in celebrity skincare routine because celebrities have perfect skin. So I just assumed they got it through their skin routines because that's all I saw on YouTube, you know, these different celebrity beauty routines. So I really looked to that and I was so vulnerable to any product that they showed. I always just wanted the shiny new thing. And I would search and search dermatologist skincare routine, you know, how to cure acne. And I would self-diagnose and try to self-treat. And this is the case for so many people. And honestly, I got nowhere. The reason I am such an advocate for professional treatments and professional skincare, especially a home care routine, is that we know it plays such a significant role. It's what we do to our skin every day. And it's how we interrupt that acne process. It is an investment to treat your skin. It is a luxury, but I do think skincare is healthcare and it is important. It is your face. It is something that you will have for life. And the problem is that even an innocent looking blackhead can easily develop into a more severe lesion. And once that lesion becomes inflamed, that's when we are at risk for permanent damage and scarring. And you may feel like you don't mind it that much now, but it may really bother you down the line when you are left with some of the permanent damage. So that's why I am an advocate for those who can to treat their skin. Luckily, there are, you know, so many ranges of acne programs and acne boot camps. Face Reality has one that is more on the affordable end. The products are really on par with you know, more drugstore or over-the-counter prices. So I think that is amazing. And there are so many professionals, you know, throughout the world. I think professionals are getting savvier. I think, you know, estheticians are really the unsung heroes of skincare. We are the ones who cannot rely on prescription treatments. We really have to know our toolkit that is our product and our education 
and you know our our modalities we have to know those inside and out i do also want to say i won't be talking about products in this episode but i do offer virtual consultations i do now have an acne boot camp so i will link my website and my services below i do get a lot of daily questions about how I can help somebody treat their skin. And I do want to direct you toward my services. I'm so more than willing to (laughs) spend a lot of time creating free resources, but I do have to direct you to my services for personalized one-on-one care. And I think that is the best way to really treat your skin and see a result is to have personalized attention. And my acne bootcamp I will say is a four month program. It includes a one hour virtual consultation where we really deep dive and talk about everything. We talk about when your acne started, your products, your routine, your lifestyle, the quality of life, different habits and triggers that can affect acne. You will also have 45-minute follow-ups with me, and you will leave with an understanding of acne. You will leave with support. You will leave with so many resources and checklists you can use to keep you accountable. So I do want to mention that and that I really believe product recommendations should be personalized to the individual because acne can vary so, so much. So I'll link my website below. I have about five more spots currently available for acne bootcamp. So I will leave that in the show notes. I did want to share kind of a crazy statistic that acne affects 70 plus million people just in the U.S., which is a crazy statistic. And this is just the people who are reported, by the way. And sadly, less than 15% of all acne victims seek professional assistance. Of course, there can be so many barriers to getting help, such as access or finances. But what often happens is these people fall victim to marketing and false promises, bad information, and end up spending more than they would have in the first place if they were to go directly to a skin professional. The average person has $600 of unused cosmetics in their medicine cabinet. And oh my goodness, that was me. (laughs) That was me to a T collecting so many products, using most of them like a handful of times, realizing they were too strong or they just didn't work because they were poorly formulated. But I did just want to highlight this. I really believe skincare is healthcare. And if you can afford to work with with a skin professional, it is so worth your while. You know, I know so many people who have struggled for years and, Unfortunately, they never take the leap to seek help and care. And I also want to say if the reason is because you feel ashamed or embarrassed or like you should have figured it out by now or you're embarrassed of your habits, there are so many amazing empathetic estheticians out there who are well-educated and who want to help and who are trained to help. This is literally our job. It requires strategy even as a skin professional, it takes effort to look at a person, to play detective, and to come up with a 
individualized plan for that person. So it's not something anybody should feel ashamed that they, you know, just can't figure it out because there is a lot to it. So let's get into a little bit about acne and let's start with what it is. Acne is an inflammatory papulopustular skin eruption occurring usually in or near the sebaceous glands, commonly on the face, neck, shoulders, and upper back. We know that acne involves a bacterial breakdown of sebum, which is often called oil, and the sebum breaks down into fatty acids, wax esters, triglycerides, and squalene. This irritates the pore surrounding the subcutaneous tissue, and these substances are really fuel for the acne flame. So we talked about oil, bacteria, and skin cells. So I did make a little acronym that I thought might make it easier to remember what is involved with acne. These are all factors with acne. They're all absolute prerequisites. They are all involved to some degree when it comes to acne. So we have A, which stands for androgens. We have B, which is our bacteria. We have C, which stands for cells or dead skin cells. And we have O for oil. I want to get into all of these and break them down, starting with androgens, which are our sex hormones. And now I've heard some people say lately, not all acne is hormonal. And this is untrue. Acne is always hormonal because androgens are always involved to some extent when we are talking about acne. So without a source of androgens, the sebaceous gland will remain small, but we do have these normal circulating levels of androgens and they are absolute requirements for acne. So hormones may not always be the main reason somebody is breaking out. Oftentimes a test won't even show that there is an imbalance and there may not be an imbalance, but that fluctuation is still part of the equation. Acne is commonly associated with teens, but of course, teenagers are not the only ones with this condition. I mean, that would be nice, but often it can extend into our 20s and even our 30s and 40s and beyond as we go into different stages of menopause. We know that rising hormone levels during puberty are what result in the enlargement of the sebaceous glands on the skin. So this is brought about by increased activity of the endocrine glands, which secrete hormones that influence around parts of the body, including sebaceous glands. Next, we have B for bacteria. So there are millions of bacteria trapped in the follicle in this congested environment. It is a mix of layers of keratin and desquamated cells. And for the most part, this bacteria lives harmlessly in the skin and elsewhere on the body. But the predominant bacterium living in the sebaceous 
follicle ends up breaking down the sebum secreted by the sebaceous glands. This ends up producing that fatty acid byproduct. There is only one organism, the P. acnes, infamous P. acne or propioni bacterium, that is implicated when it comes to acne. This bacterium is not invading living tissue. It only multiplies within the follicle. When we have a formation of a comedone, this ends up creating a rupture and irritating the follicle, and that's when we have an acne lesion. Next is C for skin cells. So during the normal life cycle of the skin, many more layers of cells are produced and become retained down in the follicle. This results in just layer after layer, several hundred layers thick of dead cells just shedding on top of each other. And the result of this action is a clogged, congested follicle. Again, we have all of those cells mixing with the bacteria, causing inflammation and infection. When it comes to acne, I think a lot of us professionals know this, we have something called retention hyperkeratosis where the skin cells are just proliferating at a really crazy intense rate down near the opening of the sebaceous ducts. Once this retention hyperkeratosis begins, once we have this propensity for excess shedding in the follicle, this is where the lesion increases in size because we have new cells continuing to form and pile up inside of this. And as this process persists, several thousands of cells may end up blocking that follicle, that canal, and that's where we would have a closed comedone, more commonly known as a whitehead. And again, we want to remember whether it is just a little blackhead or a whitehead, these can both lead to more painful, potentially scarring lesions such as the cyst. And that is why there's no innocent lesion and all acne must be treated seriously. So whether your client has grade the grade three acne or just lots of little blackheads, it's still acne. That blackhead is still an acne and it must be treated because again, we always run the risk of the scarring process. Scarring is really when protein collagen is destroyed. This compromises the integrity of the skin support system. And this is what leads to scars that again can last a lifetime. And you know, why risk it when the severity of scars can really be avoided if the acne is treated in its early stage? And the last component that we touched on a little bit is oil. Oil, aka sebum, really fuels the acne flame. And this can get confusing because there are dry skins out there that have acne for sure. It's not always this overabundance of oil. Not every acne sufferer feels like they need to blot in the middle of the day. Many do, but we have to remember that sebum is still a prerequisite for acne. So there is some level of 
output that is fueling the flame. We do know with severe acne, that is always associated with intense oil production, aka seborrhea. When sebum production is very low, the disease has a correspondingly low profile and activity level. So that is why controlling oil is an absolute must. I hope you enjoyed this episode on acne, what it is and how it happens. Remember, it is all about the follicle. It starts in the follicle and we will have the best shot at treating acne if we can interrupt that process before it starts rather than treat it reactively with spot treatments, for example, the way we were all taught. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Stay tuned for next week. I am going to be talking about factors that exacerbate acne, especially as it relates to our lifestyles and our clients' lifestyles. Don't forget, you can find me on social media. I am on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Tessa, as well as on YouTube at Tess Zolly. Be sure to let me know how you liked the episode, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye.